Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. for you and at the end of the show I'm in the hot seat for a game of truth or dare someone in the audience is gonna ask me anything and dare me to do anything and guess what I go there so let's do this let's get the headlines Alrighty, it's that time for Drew's news and with me at the desk is my trusty co-pilot and my love, Ross Matthews. Oh, hi. Hi, everybody, and happy holidays. Hi. Hi. Um, Rossi, I'm excited because you've got a story for us. I do. First up, we've got a sparkly hairstyle that's perfect for the holiday season. Take a look at this. Days reports TikTok is covered in fairy hair. Yeah, it's a glittery hair trend where people have actually, they weave tinsel into their hair to make it look sparkly, which is so cute. And celebrities are all over it. Here's Casey Musgraves showing off her shimmer. Don't you want to look like that, right? And fairy hair is everywhere on TikTok with over 90 million views. Wow. Um, I will, seriously, I would rock this so hardcore, but I want it like in a rat tail, just like that. <laughs> you know, it's like back here, so I just play I do with love it. a rat tail. Maybe we can bring those back too. Uh-huh. I'm into this uh, tinsel hair thing. I think so too, and I think it's the perfect time of the year to try this. If it's sort of on, you're on the bubble of like, could I pull this off or not? Holidays, New Year's, yes. Tis the season. Tinsel the season. <laughs> All right, well, next up, if you're dating someone new and you don't know how to tackle the holiday gift situation with them, Mm. we've got some advice. The Zoe reports um, that they talk to dating pros who say the key is to make it thoughtful, not lavish. They say that one ideal gift is something that you can do together, like a gift certificate for a restaurant or a cooking class. Instead of expensive jewelry, invest in that little gag gift that kind of keeps it light, references a joke rather than I'm dying to marry you. Yeah. So the headline is lighthearted, thoughtful, don't break the bank. And I like this advice, you know, Ross, thought. Well, there, it is that awkward thing when you're first dating somebody and like, it, you know, say I got you like, um, a Starbucks gift card, and you got me like a Tiffany bracelet. I'd be like, oh, okay, what do we do? So there is that thing. It's like, where are we in our relationship? Are we getting, are we getting each other the really thoughtful, nice thing, or are we just sort of still courting? I, I think it's actually nice. I was thinking, what do you get somebody that, what about giving them your favorite book? You know what I mean? Like something about you mm-hmm. that gives, this is a little insight to me. I like this. Yeah. I like that clap of hands who would be into that. Something, here's a way to get to know me better. 
I think the question we all want to know is like, what is too much? Because there are high stakes when you get someone, especially at the beginning of a relationship. Because one person might be kind of toes in the water and one person might be like, I am jumping into the deep end with bricks tied to my feet and I want in. And you're just like, a present can really like tip the scales of too much Sometimes it's intimidating. It can be if you get somebody something that's too much. It can be. It could lead to a beautiful place, but it could also lead to. Bing, bing, yeah, even I'm like your favorite book can be like too much for you, some people to handle. You think it's so? true. It's happened to me. I know. Oh, did you did you give the book or did you get the book? I gave the book. Um, I also bought someone like this really cute little like plant, and they let it die. Oh. And I was like, that's such a metaphor for this relationship. Yes. Um, but that's also a good to know. If you get someone to plant and they can't handle it, they can't handle it. Yeah, I'm also like, if you can't take care of a little tiny plant, then... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, what would you ideally like if you were dating someone and you were developing your feelings? Okay, I'm there. I'm picturing it. But I'm, you're, I'm like, what gift would make you go, huh, I think I do like this person. Not a plant. Well, well, I thought a plant was nice. <laughs> Maybe a succulent, because you don't really have to water those, you know? So you want something low maintenance. Yeah, I'm trying to think what Welly, Wellington got me for our first Christmas. Um, and I, it was so special to me. So special can't, you can't, I can't remember. remember. But it was. <laughs> All right, well, good news. That, that love story worked out, so whatever he did, it worked. Oh, I, oh, I say... Here's one thing, like, my best friend literally just texted me, and she was like, ooh, I'm worried to put this thing out there on, like, social media. Should I say it or not? And I said, if you're questioning it, don't don't do it. Don't do it. That's good. That is my advice. If somewhere in your brain you're getting little thoughts, somewhere in your gut something's not ringing right, listen to that. Mm -hmm. Go. Your gut is there for a guide. And I think... Yes. Not just with, with this, but for everything. For everything. Your gut if is you're your North Star. uncertain and questioning it, listen to that. Mm-hmm. And I also say, take a risk. Life is short. And if somebody doesn't like what you get them, the next moving on, thank you for giving me the time to find somebody better. Thank you so much. Better suited for me and you. Absolutely. All right, up next, you know, there's so many uses for TikTok. And this holiday, you can even find gift wrapping hacks. How about that? I'll take <laughs> it. The New York Post. They're reporting TikTok has tips for how to wrap even the most pain-in-the-butt gifts, like things that are round. Why are they so hard to wrap? Candles, anything in a tube. Well, check out this hack from uh, Lenia. She cuts slits into wrapping paper to give you an easy fold at each end. How many times have you tried to wrap something like this? Drew, I would love to give this a, a, a shot, all right? I have to tell you, I have never seen this trick, and I am so into it. Well, can, can I just point out what we're wrapping with, by the way. Okay, first of all, okay. Okay, I just, wait. Oh, oh, the paper? This is adorable, look at this. This is custom wrapping paper from a company called uh, Gift Wrap My Face. And I have, look, there's little Rossi Ross ones, and we have Drew ones, too. Now, does the hack work? You've been doing it. Does it work? I'm doing it right now. So far, side one is working. You know, Martha Stewart actually changed my wrapping game. She came on the show and taught me about hospital corners. I've never been a better rapper since. Really? Shocker, Martha Stewart changed my life. Um, Well, she does know rappers. She has a show with Snoop Dogg. Hey! 
No kidding, uh, right? Um, okay, so I gotta tell you, this is really working, Rossi. Like, this is so good. Uh -huh. Look at this. True. Perfect. So smart, well done, Linnea, um, hi. Well, Linnea, thank you for changing my rapping game. Literally, you and Martha Stewart, not bad company. Mm -hmm. And I wanna thank Gift Wrapped My Face for this adorable paper that they made with our faces on it, hence the Wrap My Face. No. Um, but guess what? Everyone in the audience today is getting a five-roll bundle of personal gift wrapping from Gift Wrap My Face. Hi. So that you can put your face on your holiday you wrapping your too. Thank you. Gift wrapping game raised. We'll be right back. <laughs> and that really works. Drew's news. What's up next, Rossi? All right, well, we've all heard that old saying, a way to a person's heart is through their stomach. Well, a new poll says that's true. The Good News Network reports a one-poll survey of over 2,000 adults said over half of them said, oh, it's true for them. The poll also found 75% of people said good food can actually change their mood. Uh, yes. And 62% said yes. That it was very important uh, for potential romantic partners to be just as excited about food as they are, Drew. Mm, yeah. And I don't know about you, but at breakfast, I'm thinking about lunch. At lunch, I'm thinking about dinner. And at dinner, I'm thinking about breakfast tomorrow. Yeah, always. So, Could you ever date a person who was like, eh, I'm not a foodie? Um, not even a little. <laughs> but I do have a cute story, actually. Um, so I, it sucks that my best friend is Cameron Diaz because it sounds like I'm name dropping. We met when I was 14 and she was 16, junior model, worked at a coffee house. So we've been, you know, sisters ever since. Anyway, okay, so I drove her one night. She had a date with this guy, Benji, and she was oh. like, I really, really like him and um, I really want to make a special meal for him. Cute. Um, and um, hashtag hook him. Uh -huh. And um, so I drove her to the grocery store and she picked out this like perfectly, you know, set meal that she wanted, made it for him. And of course I asked her the next day, I'm like, how did it go? And she was like, it worked. The meal and worked. They are married and they have a daughter and mm. it ended happily ever after. See so what food can do? They're a testament. Yeah. Like I remember driving my girlfriend so that she could plan a meal to make her way through a man's stomach into his heart and it worked. They're married with kids and it's just like, so I see the proof. Totally. Last night I made a white bean chicken chili for Wellington and when he tasted that, he looked at me and I knew he loved me. Oh, that I love good. that. Yeah, oh, good. that's so exciting. Yeah. Well, speaking of culinary wonders, we have got a new spin on one of the coziest snacks of all time in today's food news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mega talent Scarlett Johansson. She's got a Tony, a BAFTA, countless Golden Globes, but there's a new achievement to add to that list of things, and it's the reinvented pizza bite. That's right, check out Snow Day's pizza bite. They are organic, grain-free, and cook up in minutes in the oven. 
It's the same cozy classic that we all love,、mm -hmm. but this time it's made with top of the line ingredients. And you know, pizza is a gateway food for me, so I'm really taking one for ScarJo here, okay? But these are grain free. And oh my God. Oh my. I just took one bite, I couldn't even finish my sentence, Rossi. I'm not even listening to you. These are not only grain free, they're guilt free. These are incredible. It also tastes very, very delicious.、Mm -hmm. um, lots of flavor.、Mm -hmm. Incredible umami.、Mm -hmm. I'm getting like, imagine if you had a pizza. With like, with like a、oh. spinach. Oh, there's different colors? What? Oh, my God. Get out oh yeah,、here. there's different flavors. What? She has some with meat, then squash, vegetables, and Ooh, like I said, look I, at this one. Look inside. Look, look, look. I know Scarlett. She really doesn't okay, mess around.、No. She knows what's amazing out there, and she's never going to compromise. That one's even better. Oh, my, oh my God. God. This is incredible. Get out, get out of here.、Mm. I mean, We'll be right back. <laughs> These are incredible. So delicious. Next, all new Drew. He is the one who returned to the Matrix. I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. No, because if you're a lover, you gotta be a fighter. Because if you don't fight for your love, what kind of love do you have? No, I'm kidding. It's Keanu Reeves. It was my birthday. You put me on your motorcycle. You took me on the ride of my life. We probably went fast. All new Drew on the next Drew Barrymore show. I was like, if you want to make a 10 hour grilled cheese, we've got just the thing for you. Welcome back here in the kitchen. I'm with my culinary partner in crime and my dearest friend, Chef Boar Valdez. And when I say culinary partner in crime, this is our new, turns out it's a New York Times bestseller. Woo!、Yeah. Thank gosh. So, our cookbook, Rebel Homemaker, we have a recipe in here that is very near and dear to my heart. This is the squash gratin with a cashew cream. And one of the things that I love most about this, Pilar, is because I think that those beautiful, hearty, creamy, You know, fulfilling sides are such a big part of like holiday、Absolutely. dinner planning.、Mm -hmm. And this is such a healthy approach.、Mm -hmm. There's so many recipes in here that we swap out little different ingredients so that you're really getting something delicious, but it's really healthy and we kind of sneak it in there and you never know the difference. So, from this page, We are going to show you how you can make this too for your Christmas dinner or really any time of the year. So、mm -hmm. let's get cooking. Squash gratin, here we go. So, first step, Drew, is we're going to make the cashew cream. So, it's basically vegan, and all you have to do is soak the raw cashews. How long do you soak them for? So, if you do hot water, if you soak them in hot water, you can actually get away with just one hour.、Mm -hmm. But you can also just stick them in the fridge overnight. overnight. Yep,、yeah. and it's totally fine. So, these are the soaked cashews, and we're going to pour in、um, a little bit of water. One cup of water. Mm hmm. 
and then some Dijon, because this dish, it has the cream, it has almond milk, it has these beautiful caramelized onions. So it tends to go, it can go a little sweet, so the Dijon is gonna cut through that really nicely. Also, if you're like a cooking show fanatic like I am, here's some apple cider vinegar. Lovely. You can always hear judges talking about, I need a little bit of that acid. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. this is a perfect balancer for that. And then you put in the miso next. Yeah. And the miso is just gonna sort of round it out, give that umami. And salt, it's yes. really, really, it just brings the dish to a whole other level. All right, so we're gonna blend that up. Here we go. I mean, my blender. <laughs> All right, that feels really good. So now as we were doing that. <laughs> And this is our beautiful blender, and I will tell you, it rivals the best of the best. I'm so proud of it, because that blender has really got a function for you. Okay, so I'm gonna right. swap out my cashew cream here. Absolutely, so we've got some red onion sauteing, and they have some sage, and some thyme, and I like to add a lot of um, black pepper. And then basically what you're gonna do is put in a little bit of chopped thyme, a little bit of nutmeg. Um, you can actually try it with cinnamon. Cinnamon and nutmeg, those warm spices are really great with the squashes, um, which is what we're using today. So you're gonna saute that until it gets nice, caramelized, and all those flavors start to sing and but blend. But not brown. Definitely not, um, not, definitely not burnt. You want them to get like soft and caramely. Mm -hmm. And then all you have to do is just turn off the heat and actually um, like whisk in or stir in your almond milk. And I just whisked in my cashew cream as well, which is what we just pureed earlier. And so these are, these are if you've not seen them before, these are what the delicata squash looks like. And you literally just slice them up into mm -hmm. rings and they make a beautiful side dish in almost any preparation. And, and it's so easy. And you don't have to peel them. So what I'm gonna do actually is gonna start building the dish. So you have your sauce all ready to go. And I'm gonna use this guy, I think. And what you're gonna do is basically Pour in a little bit of that sauce into the bottom of your dish. And then you're gonna take these slices of delicata. You're basically gonna shingle them, kind of like a roof, you know? A little bit overlapping in this beautiful manner. Um, so I'm gonna continue layering, but actually Drew, you have a almost finished um, casserole over there. If you wanna do the last layers, and then we can just pop that in the oven. I do. And it's gonna be good to go. So you wanna finish with the cream sauce on top. Yep. Um, and get it kind of into those edges, because what we're gonna do, Drew, is basically um, bake it until the squash is fully cooked and fully tender, but not mushy. So that's gonna be about 40 minutes. So we're gonna pop that in the oven. Uh, 400 degrees for about 40 minutes. 400 at 40 minutes. Until the squash is tender. <laughs> and I'm gonna grab this guy. Ooh, he's far. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Also, one thing that for me always changes the face of a dish and it's what restaurants do and that's what separates a home cook from a professional chef. It's as simple as a garnish. Crispy sage. 
So all you do is basically take like a tablespoon of olive oil, drop the sage leaf in, and it's going to sort of sputter and frizzle for like 30 seconds. Pull it out, paper towel, salt it, and you use that as your garnish. And it gives this wonderful aroma, a nice little crisp texture. And there you have it. I'm so proud of this dish. It's one of the many recipes in our cookbook that we're so excited to have developed and share with you. I'm digging in. Oh, it's oh, just it so smells beautiful. So good. It's so good. I, I, you know, I just want to eat right out of the bowl. I know, floor. seriously. Go it's for it. It's hard for, for it. me to be proper in times like this. Because my true self just wants to mm, motorboat <laughs> right there inside the bowl. I love you. Love you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> like, ooh. Why is it that when food is so good, it makes me mad? When food is so good, it just makes me straight up mad. And I guess that's why we called it Rebel Homemaker. Because we all want to be not perfect. I think that's the name of the game right now. Let's not pretend. Let's not encourage that in each other. Let's just be the unique individuals that each one of us are. And to want to be a homemaker is to make a space that gives you that mental wellness, something that you know going out and working so hard for, there is the payoff. And if you wanna bring people into that home and be an entertainer and include them in that privilege, what a wonderful way to live. So let's all be rebel homemakers. <laughs> Cheers. And enjoy the holiday season. next guest from The Vampire Diaries, How to Get Away with Murder, and his role as Nathan in HBO's Insecure. Please welcome Kendrick Sampson! Thank you very much. Um, it feels so weird, because this was not like our vernacular back in the day, but I was binging you all last night. <laughs> I wanted to catch up on everything that's happening in season five in Insecure. We're approaching the season finale. The season finale is coming up. Series finale. I was just going to say. Yeah, series finale. You guys just do such a phenomenal job at showing how human beings function. Yeah. What's so beautiful about Insecure is it's baked into the title. You have to, to, to explore those gray areas that make us human and that is the best part of it to me, that that's, that is, you know. So well said. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful to explore that. That is our humanity. I feel uh, so connected to, I don't even want to say they're characters. Also, she does that brilliant Judd Apatow thing where, you know, you use, like, real names, so it kind of transcends. You're like, who's the real person who's right, the character? Right, right, right. Which is great because, I mean, there's a reason 
that people do that because you want to break down the barriers of the sort of fraudulence of acting yeah, yeah, and yeah. make it more realistic and relatable. And you guys do that so well on the show. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I think about her a lot with, uh, you know, Will Smith, right? With Fresh Prince because it was his name and That's we right. were trying, it had a hard time dissociating, you know, him from the character. And I think that's bled into all the other characters as well because I get called Nathan all the time. It's usually somebody yelling at me um, for what I did to Issa. And then I have to remind them, me and Issa have a great relationship. You know, we, we text all the time, we're good. You know, I'm not Nathan, please don't. But also, okay, like, so you ghosted her? Is that what they're upset about? There's ghosting, there's bad communication. There's also just the fact that people want, have teams, you know, relationship teams. You know, but then it's like she put you in the friend zone. When she cries yeah. into your mouth, by yeah. the way, is like one of my favorite things in the world. I don't know what it is about women, but if it's like, been a while or like we're just vulnerable like we usually cry like during a makeout and we're just we I, I know we all just want to say like I'm sorry it's not this isn't representative of all the feelings I'm feeling you're like I'm feeling so many feelings yeah, it's, it's a little awkward it's a little awkward how do you navigate it doesn't it? happen every be... time but it does happen right right and I was happy to see that represented in a show I don't normally see that it's like yeah. the hot sex scene is not how it goes every <laughs> single time i'm sorry it's we're humans they're so complex we're such is, yeah. intricate creatures i don't even know how we keep ourselves uncracked like a little egg every day <laughs> i think that's beautiful that's the the again this the essential part of that show that makes it so beautiful is those realistic situations where you feel like it's a voyeuristic experience and it's always going to be what you don't expect. Well, you know? I root for you, too, because your backstory really spoke to me um, as someone who started young in this business. Hello, diapers. Um, <laughs> when you were 10 years old, mm -hmm. you told your mom something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I told my mom I wanted to act. And she was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Here's the Houston Chronicle. Find an agent. So I flipped through the newspaper and I found some ads with agencies on them. I called them up and they called back my mom, obviously, because I didn't have my own phone. And we're like, your 10-year-old son is setting up an appointment to come in and interview to, for an agent. You know, is this okay? And she's like, yeah, as long as he does the work. And that's how she's always been. She says, if you do the work, I'll support it. And I did. And then you moved to LA and you struggled. Oh yeah, when I was 18 I moved to LA and I got all my ducks in a row. I was like, I'm gonna get this apartment, I'm gonna get whatever. It wasn't an apartment, it was a room in somebody's house which was very weird for me coming from Texas, but uh, I got kicked out. I got kicked out and within a month, not even a month, and I had to live out of my car for a couple months, going from place to place on people's couches, you know, whatever, have my whole life packed up in, this, in the back of my car. And finally, you know, I had met this woman in church who a lot of people think is my biological grandma because we look just alike, we, you know, and we've spent so much time together. I lived with her for five, six years, and she was my roommate. Met her in church. She, she knew I didn't have anybody. I might shed a little tear because she um, passed last year um, because of COVID. Uh, in December, so it's coming up on the anniversary, but I didn't have anybody to celebrate my birthday with, so she made me a meal for my birthday, and that's when she offered to, if I could stay with her for a while while I get back on my feet, 
And, um, you know, then it was five beautiful years after that. That was my roommate, my 88, 89, 90-year-old roommate, and it kept going. And, and, uh, and what is her name? Yeah. So, you called her a name, yeah. but she so has another name. What name, was your her name? Her name is Honora. But um, she told me, and this is the funny thing, she told me when I moved in, <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. Uh, she told me when I moved in that I couldn't call her by her name. I had to call her something else. Everybody else calls her mom or has some sort of endearing nickname for her. I'm from the country. You know, I'm like, all right. It took me forever, and she also couldn't remember my name. So she would just sometimes look at me and go, mm. <laughs> She called me Kenneth. She called me Kendall. She called me Henry. She called me everything. And I would just do the same thing because I didn't know what to call her but her name. Miss Honora or something, Mrs. Honora or something, you know. So I would go, mm. Excuse me, <laughs> you know. And then finally I thought about it and I'm like, I'm country, you know. I, I, my, my grandma had passed a couple years before, so I, Mama was freed up. And I started calling her Mama. And now there are so many people in L.A. who don't know her name. They just know Mama. Mama. Yeah. I think your mom and Mama... <laughs> Are these wonderful angels oh, yeah. who gave you these incredible values. Yeah. And we root for you all the more because you took not the path of least resistance. You took the hard road. I, I was, I'll say this. When I moved to L.A., I had an intention of connecting with black folks more because there was so much racism in the industry and in Texas. And I thought I was going to get to L.A. and there would be no racism or less racism. I was fooled. But I was surrounded by all these amazing black women um, who introduced me to black male figures that would, you know, um, inspire me and make sure that I was fed and introduce me to families and such. And, and it's exactly what you said. I learned nothing, learned nothing more than you have to be really intentional about building your community around you based in, in good values. Because all their whole, and it has to be rooted in liberation, because their whole objective with me was to make sure that I was fed, that I was cared for, and that I was more liberated than they were coming up. And there's nothing else that I could, I, I, I have nothing else to credit to my success because they created the environment that I could grow in. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for teaching us. So much of it is, again, sharing our stories and matriculating that life experience. Everybody has a story to tell. Thank you for sharing every bit of yours. <laughs> and we are rooting you on alongside of it. Thank you so much you. for coming on. Kendrick you. Sampson, the final episode of Insecure, the groundbreaking show, The Goddess Issa Rae, will air next Sunday, December 26th on HBO. And it's available to stream on HBO Max, of course. Oh, I don't want this show to go away, but I'm so glad it gave us all these years of what it did. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Thank you. Anyone else hungry? Ah! Hey, Drew. It's Marlon Shotland with Urban Bliss Life. And today, I'm going to show you how to make this cheesy, Pull apart Christmas tree bread. I like to use two tubes of crescent roll dough. You'll also need eight mozzarella sticks, each sliced into four equal pieces. Prepare a baking sheet by lining it with parchment paper, then set it aside. 
Start by opening the tubes of crescent roll dough. You're going to want to take some kitchen shears to cut each of those triangles in half. Take one of the sliced mozzarella pieces and place it at the wide end of one of the dough triangles. Roll up the dough until you reach the end peak and use your fingers to gently press and tuck in the sides. Begin placing the rolled dough pieces onto the prepared baking sheet with parchment paper and form the shape of a tree. Gently push the dough pieces together so there aren't any big spaces between the dough. Now use a pastry brush and brush the egg wash over the entire top and sides of the dough. Bake at 375 degrees Fahrenheit for 20 to 25 minutes. Melt the butter in the microwave and whisk in the garlic powder and half of the chopped parsley. Once you remove the baked bread from the oven, immediately brush the melted butter mixture over the entire tree. Then sprinkle Parmesan cheese and finally sprinkle the remaining chopped parsley over the entire tree. Serve this immediately so your guests can enjoy the warm cheesiness of this pull apart bread. That recipe looks wah! time of the year, sleigh bells, candy cane, and old St. Nick. But one Houston mom is teaching the importance of representation this year and is making sure that all the kids in Texas feel seen this holiday season. I love this story and this person so much. Take a look. Hi, my name is Megan Butler Coleman and I live in Houston, Texas. I am the owner and the founder of a company by the name of the Black Santa Houston. And I founded the company about three years ago in 2019 for my son, Luke. It's amazing how children change your lives. For me, all I wanted to do was have an opportunity for Luke to take a photo with Santa when he was 10 months old. And little did I realize that I wasn't actually gonna be able to find exactly what I was looking for. A person that was a reflection of my family and that had a natural beard, after a search for more than two years, when Luke turned almost three years old, I was able to connect with a very, very dear friend of mine, Oni, and we were able to start Be Black Santa Houston. And now, straight from the North Pole, we have created this amazing experience and a new tradition in Houston where all families have the opportunity to meet a Santa that is a reflection of their family. And that just provides a little additional Christmas cheer to a time in which we have a very, you know, standard image that we usually see of Santa. But we are allowing for all families to see themselves through Santa, through the Black Santa Houston. Honestly, for me, it's just, it has me over the moon. And we honestly want to celebrate Christmas every day. <laughs> Megan Butler Coleman is joining us now via Zoom. Megan, how are you? Oh my you? gosh, hi. So good, hi. Megan, oh you are just my hero. I mean, what started off as a photo session for your son has grown into something so meaningful for so many people in the city of Houston. Please tell us, you know, what your intention was. Thank you so much, Drew. I don't know why it wasn't here in Houston or just available to all the families, but I'm just so overjoyed and excited that we were able to create an experience for families all over Houston, even in cities beyond. And beyond photos, I just have to 
you know, tell a very special thank you to our photographer because he's able to help capture these moments and these magical moments with the families that are just traditions that are lasting. And now we even have Mrs. Claus joining us. And so Santa's on the road. He's traveling to cities like Colleen, Texas, to hospitals. We even have families, Drew, flying in from Seattle and Oklahoma, Louisiana, just to come and have an opportunity to just have that magical moment. It just, it just overjoys me. It's just so exciting. I don't know how this is not a standard norm. I think what you are doing is so revelatory. I want to see you expand it beyond Texas. Thank you for everything you are doing in that state. But I'm like, how can we help you build this out? Because what you have built is so incredible. Thank it's you, just wonderful. It's just wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this. Now, I think it's time actually to meet Santa. Can we bring him out? Bingo, Santa, please. <laughs> this organization to me is so groundbreaking and mind-blowing that I don't know how it's not in every city across the globe. And how do we get there? Because you see over 500 children in Houston. Yes, yes. And may I ask, as the start, the seed of this most important journey that you and Megan are doing, how do we take this all the way? Because it's just so important. Drew, actually, it is the joy of the magic of Christmas. You know, we want to have our families to have traditions that they love. And part of that tradition is to have our kids to take pictures with Santa. So that's some of the things that we've talked to Megan about. And that's something that we've been doing for just three years. But it's getting bigger and bigger. And it's so much more than the picture. It's a tradition that families really value. And you're... This means so much to me, and you've had such a big impact on the city of Houston. What have you learned from that model that we think we can take elsewhere? Drew, I've learned that we have to make sure that kids at a very young age, they begin to see images of themselves, regardless of their color, race, or creed. That's very important. So when kids say, mommy, I want to be a doctor, daddy, I want to be a teacher. Yes. When they see those images really young, it's a reflection that they can actually be that one day. So the sooner they start to see those images, the sooner they can know that they can actually do it and they can become exactly what they want to be. If you see it, you can be it. Absolutely. Now, I hear you do so much charity work um, and have a local outreach program um, coming. So I would love to let you know that we want to give you guys $5,000 to help buy toys for all the kids. Oh. We thank you and love you I... so much, Drew, for what you're doing, for helping us to spread the word of how important 
diversity is in a diverse world. I am in awe of what you guys do. It is an honor to talk about your program and let me help expand it. Thank you, Santa. And thank you, Megan. I can't wait to do more. Happy holidays. We'll be right back. The one who returned to the Matrix. I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. No, because if you're a lover, you gotta be a fighter. Because if you don't fight for your love, what kind of love do you have? No, I'm kidding. It's Keanu Reeves! It was my birthday. You put me on your motorcycle. You took me on the ride of my life. We probably went fast. All new Drew on the next Drew Barrymore show. Today we have Gia Zampella. Thank you so much for being here, Gia. Thank you. I flew in from LA last night. I think you're familiar. I am. Are you kidding with this yeah. Valley Girl accent? Yes. Um, Gia, Druth or Dare? Druth. Okay. Who yes. was the last person you were like stalking, creeping on social? And did you find anything good? Come on, Drew. <laughs> okay. I, I'm on a dating app, and all the men are really quippy and coy. They won't tell you who they are or what they do, and all their Instagram accounts are private. So, yes, sometimes I Google their name. Um, I, I do a little, like, and then I'm like, oh, finally, I found the name, and I just am trying to figure out who they are. And usually I resent them by the time I figured out who they are, that they made it this hard. Um, but yeah, I totally Google guys on my dating app because I can't figure out who they are on the dating app. Um, nice. And um, recently, um, one guy I found out was owned a bakery. Another one was a meditator. Another one was a finance guy. Um, and I will tell you this, and don't feel sorry for me because it's just what happens to all of us women out there. No one has connected with me. It makes you feel like such a loser. And then you're like, you know what? It's just hard out there. It's hard out there for everybody. It's hard in person. It's hard on dating apps. It's vulnerable, but you keep trying and you fill your life up with so much that it becomes secondary. I don't think my happiness is on this dating app. I think a cherry on top to my life at some convenient, cool, inspiring, unexpected time might be in there, mm -hmm. but it's, that's all it is. Um, so does that answer your question, Gia? I think it does. I'm manifesting somebody for you, so. It's Thank gonna, you. It's gonna happen. I, <laughs> when you want it, when you want it. I am desperate in plenty of areas <laughs> in my life and dating isn't one of them. I love that. Isn't that so refreshing? Yeah, refreshing. Thank Super you good. for this Thank you. This is so much. All right, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much. For choosing to spend your time with us, thank you, Gia. We make this show for you, so take it with you.
You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.